circle centers for Cousins, a shot, and he scores. Dylan Cousins makes it 3-0 Lethbridge. Byram going to take it coast to coast on a backhand, scores! Up to the blue line, Vandalese, the effort, tip, scores! Carson Folk is Mr. Teddy Bear! A deflection. Oh, he scores! It's over! It's over! Game 7, overtime, hero! Hi, hello, and welcome to the WHL Podcast. I am Zach Hodder, the manager of player development for the Western Hockey League, and your host for this week's episode. Uh, we got a pretty good show for you today. We've got Gage Gonsalves, who was just at Team Canada's National Junior Team Selection Camp. He also just signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning, so we caught up with him, talked about what that process was like, as well as a conversation with a couple of our top prospects that are looking to make their way into the Western Hockey League once we get this season going. We have all that and more coming up after the news and notes. We start this week with the WHL announcing that it has rescheduled its 2021 WHL draft, previously referred to as the WHL Bantam Draft. This year's draft class will be the 2006 birth year. Instead of happening in May of 2021, the draft will now be pushed to December of 2021. Commissioner Ron Robison said, quote, moving the 2021 WHL draft from May to December allows additional time for players in the 2006 age group to be evaluated following a challenging season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Team Canada has announced its leadership group for the 2020-2021 World Junior Championships being held in Edmonton, Alberta. Former Saskatoon Blade and current Chicago Blackhawks star Kirby Dock has been named captain for Team Canada this year's championships. He'll be joined by assistant captains Dylan Cousins of the Lethbridge Hurricanes and Bowen Byram of the Vancouver Giants. Team Canada's first game is on the 26th against Team Germany. The Western Hockey League has announced today that the Board of Governors has approved the Winterhawks Sports Group as the new owners of the Portland Winterhawks franchise. Led by managing partners Michael Kramer and Kerry Preet, the Winterhawks Sports Group will also acquire the Winterhawks Skating Center in Beaverton, Oregon, and all Winterhawk junior hockey programs. Key Portland Winterhawks staff, including general manager and head coach Mike Johnson, team president Doug Piper, and all key staff across the three companies will remain with the organization. Lucas Spakovsky is the Memorial E-Cup champion, and I am pretty happy about it because it means I don't suck as bad as people thought. Lucas dominated the Memorial E-Cup with a perfect record of 8-0. Along the way, he scored 43 goals while only allowing 11. Thanks to his win, the CHL will be donating $1,000 to a charity of Lucas's choice, and he will also take home $1,000 as the champion. Congrats again to Lucas, but keep your head on a swivel because I'm coming for you next season. And our last little bit of news here, the Moose Jaw Warriors have acquired 20-year-old forward Riley Crane from the Regina Pats in exchange for a conditional pick in the 2023 WHL Draft. Crane, a 5'11", 194-pound product of Dawson Creek, British Columbia, enjoyed a career year in 2019-20, recording 32 points in 61 contests. Crane was originally selected by the Pats in the 8th round, 168th overall of the 2015 WHL Draft, and has collected 57 points in 129 career WHL games. That's it for the news and notes this week. For everything WHL, you can follow us on Twitter at the WHL. I'm joined by the 11th overall selection from the 2019 WHL Draft, Denton Matejak. Denton, how has the start of this year been and kind of what have you been up to? 
Yeah, well, I started off the year in the MJHL. Um, it was a really good start. We only got eight games in before before it uh, got shut down. But yeah, it was a really good start and sucked that the WHL was pushed back, but that was a good good to get in some games. You played eight games with, with Steinbeck at one goal, two assists for three points. What was the adjustment for you going from U18 AAA to a full-time junior hockey player? And do you think that playing in Steinbeck's really kind of helped you understand what you need to do to be a successful player in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, I think for sure it has. Um, we... Uh, well, I say the biggest jump would probably be, uh, you know, it's bigger guys, faster skaters, you know, they're all bigger, stronger and uh, yeah, the skill levels there and it's a good league. And yeah, I felt it really helped me get ready for this WHL season coming up. Well, let's turn the page back to last year when you got your first opportunity to go to a WHL camp with the Moose Jaw Warriors. Uh, what was that training camp like? And, you know, who were some of the guys that really helped lead you through the first uh, couple of weeks of that camp? Yeah, it was a really good camp. I enjoyed every second of it. And uh, I'd say probably, well, I met all the guys there. I say, I think Damon Hunt there, he met him and he's a good guy. And Ryder Korzak also, he, he was really good for me. And yeah, although everybody was good, but those two guys really stood out for me. And not only that, you got to play in seven Western Hockey League games last year. I think the biggest highlight for you would probably be scoring your first goal. So can you just take us through kind of how that play unfolded and you know what you were thinking when you put the puck on net? Yeah, well, it started off the play. We were in our D zone and we almost got scored on. And then it kind of, there was just kind of collapse on the net. And then uh, we got, came out with the puck and it kind of developed into like almost a four on two. And uh, Corzy hit me wide. And then I, I put it, I tried to put it short, uh, far side. And uh, yeah, I couldn't tell if it went in. And then you seen the lights go off. And I was, yeah, it's a surreal moment for me. Yeah, no doubt. That must have been uh, quite the quite the accomplishment. I'm sure your parents were cheering cheering pretty loud in the crowd or watching on TV uh, when they saw you put that one in. But I mean, that was just one of many highlights that you had last season. You also got to attend the Youth Olympic Games for Team Canada. What was that like? And what was it? What was the experience like? Not just getting to play against the best players in the world, but also the first opportunity to, for you to get to play with players from Ontario and Quebec and the Maritimes. Uh, you know, what were some of the takeaways, and who are some of the guys that you're going to have to keep your eye on as you move along here in your career? Yeah, that experience was unbelievable, and uh, yeah, it was definitely cool playing against all those guys and wearing the Maple Leaf for the first time. But uh, I'd say, like, uh, I say we we're really close as a group, and um, I really my D partner for most of it, uh, Ty Nelson. I, I really got to know him pretty well. And uh, yeah, he's a really good player and yeah, he'll be, he'll be good for a lot of years. And yeah, also, also all the Western hockey league guys, I knew him a bit, but uh, you know, I got to know them better and just as a group, we were all pretty, pretty close. It was good. You know, Denton, now that um, you're going to have the opportunity to make the Warriors this season for your first full year in the Western hockey league, can you describe the type of player that you are or the NHL comparable that you'd like to play like? Yeah, I'd say I'm an offensive defenseman. I, you know, I like to join the rush and sometimes lead it. And I feel I have a strong defensive game. Uh, really, I'd really say I probably, I really like Rasmus Dahlin as a, as a defenseman in the NHL. That's who I'd say I model my game after. Pretty good guy to model your game after he only went first overall. I love it. Uh, but let's step away from the ice here a little bit and get to know yeah. who you are. Uh, you know, the Olympics, unfortunately, have been 
pushed back because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But if you were to go to the Olympics for a sport other than hockey, what sport do you think you'd excel in? Well, that's a tough one. Uh, I'd say probably, uh, I'd say, I think skiing, I'd say. Yeah, yeah we've, uh, we've had a lot of guys say skiing. So I think yeah. it's, you know what, there's good parallels between hockey and skiing with the edge work. And my last question for you, we obviously can't go to live sporting events, music events, comedy events, but when we can, who's the one artist, band, or musician that you want to see first? Say Post Malone. Hey, that's a great answer. Well, Denton, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I wish you and your family all the best to stay safe and healthy over the holiday season, and good luck once we get the season started. Thank you. Thank you to Denton and the Warriors for helping set that one up. Up next, we have maybe one of the best stories in the Western Hockey League this past season, Gage Gonsalves. He's gone from scoring one goal his first season in the league to signing an entry-level contract with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I hope you enjoy our conversation. I am joined by the newest member of the Tampa Bay Lightning organization. He's officially signed his entry-level contract from the Everett Silvertips and from the beautiful location of Mission, British Columbia, Canada. It's Gage Gonsalves. Gage, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. So let's start with the, the exciting news, signing with Tampa. I mean, they literally took you two months ago in the NHL entry draft. You haven't even been to a training camp, and yet they still wanted you so badly that they'll sign you to an entry-level contract during a pandemic. What do they think about your game is going to be so valuable to them? Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm as shocked as you are. It was, uh, it was a good moment, but uh, yeah, I think they can just uh, really see my work ethic that I put in and how much my game has progressed, just not over the, even the past season. Uh, I think they really see the, uh, the hockey IQ that hopefully can keep on improving and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, uh, I think they, they think my game's a long way from its peak and I think so too. So hopefully it can keep progressing uh, in the right way. Well, talking about that progression, actually, I checked your stats before we started this. I mean, you go back to, to the year that you were with the Fraserelli Thunderbirds, your progression that season to your first season in the Western Hockey League where you only scored one goal. Heading into last season, you had one Western Hockey League goal, and now you're an NHL-signed player. Did you have any expectation that 2020 would be the whirlwind of a year it's been for yourself? Uh, no. No, I didn't expect that. Uh... I didn't, I didn't expect that coming into the first, my second year with Everett or even this past off season with the draft and everything. Yeah. Everything's been happening. It feels like so fast, like literally feels like a couple of weeks ago, I was playing my first game of the year. So yeah, it was crazy. We got off to such a hot start of the year and uh, yeah, the line, me, Kindop and Fonz out there just took off and yeah, I kind of just ride that wave and kept it going and yeah, everything seems to be uh, working out so far. You rode that wave right into World Junior training camp out in Red Deer. Uh, I Again, we talked about it before we got started. You had to go through the 14-day quarantine period. Can you just take us through kind of what they had you doing during that time and how difficult it was to get back on the ice? Because I'm assuming when you came back, those first couple practices were not a lot of fun. No, those first couple practices were, uh, were tough. I remember showing up to the rink because we were the second team on the ice and we were watching team uh, white or whatever go through practice first. And I took a peek out and I see they're like 10 minutes in and I see guys hunched over on one knees, just gasping for air. So that first practice was, 
was a real tough one to push through, but we got through it. But yeah, quarantine, uh, it was tough, but uh, they kept us really busy. Like a normal day for us was wake up, breakfast delivered to the door, uh, eat that. We'd have a workout at 10 a.m. every day. Uh, they sent up uh, the town of Red Deer, sent some bikes up to us. So we got to do a couple spin classes. Then we would have kind of a afternoon off. We'd get our COVID test. Somebody would come up to our room, do our throat swab. Uh, did a lot of playing Xbox, listened to some podcasts. Uh, did a lot of Christmas shopping for all my family and friends and stuff like that back home. So that kind of helped. And then we'd have lunch, dinner. We usually had a guest speaker. Like we had some, we had the lead singer from the Arkells come in, a comedian, uh, Jamie Clark, this story, like insane storyteller. He's climbed Mount Everest like four or five times. So he had some great stuff to give to us. We had a couple poker nights late at night. We did a Bob, uh bob ross paint show so it was uh it wasn't as bad as you'd think it would be but yeah once it got to like that day like eight or nine you just wanted to get out to fresh air and back on the ice so badly well once you got back on the ice you're playing with a lot of players that you've probably never played with before were there any guys from the from the other leagues that really caught your eye that you probably didn't know much about you're like oh my god this guy is really really good yeah i would probably say uh connor mcmichael was uh, probably the biggest one. I, I heard of him. Obviously, I watched him at last year's World Junior, World Juniors and stuff like that. But just seeing him in real life, just the way that kid can shoot the puck is is something special. He's definitely he's definitely a pure goal scorer, and he's gonna be like that in the NHL, I think. And he's gonna he's gonna have a great tournament this year. But yeah, he was kind of the biggest guy that stood out for me on the offensive end, and then uh, Thomas Harley on the defensive end, just for how he moves for such a big guy how he can work that blue line. And yeah, he's, uh, he's a hell of a player too. Yeah. And Harley too. He got to spend quite a bit of time in the bubble with the Dallas stars there yeah. going all the way to the Stanley cup final. So he's got some good experience and for yourself, when you were heading into this camp, this is your first hockey Canada experience. You know, you're with some of the top guys in the world, Kirby doc, who came back from the NHL. What was your focus heading into this camp? Uh, yeah, my focus heading into this camp was uh, not going to take anything for granted. And I wasn't really trying to go in with just, uh, oh, look, uh, I made it. I can kind of coach from here on. My goal was to was to try and make the team or push as best as I can. And I feel like I did that and kind of just show that uh, that I belong with those top guys, those top 40 or whatever were there. And uh, just kind of show them that uh, I'm able to play at that level and, and compete with them. You know, unfortunately for yourself, you were one of the last cuts from the team, but you were one of the last cuts from the team, which is very, very impressive considering, you know, where you started this year to where you've been right now. Uh, Gage, what are you asking for for Christmas? You've done your shopping, but what do you want? <laughs> oh, it's a tough one. Uh, I don't know. I was going to want an NHL contract, but then that came early, so I was nice. But, uh, yeah, I've always wanted those. I remember – Back in my rookie year, Riley Sutter had these Normatech uh, air compression boots that go on your legs, and I freaking bugged him 24-7 when we roomed on the road together. So hopefully Santa can bring me one of those this, <laughs> this Christmas. Uh, most kids are asking for an Xbox or some gift yeah. cards, and you're looking for some Normapress leg compression. <laughs> I love it. That's why you got the contract. That's why you had the year that you did. Uh, Gage, though, I hope that you have a really good – Christmas with your family, you guys stay safe and healthy and you just enjoy the time that you have together. I appreciate it. Right back at you. Thank you very much. What a good kid he is. We wish him all the best. We think there's great things in his future ahead of him. So thanks again to Gage Gonsalves. 
Our last conversation is with the pride of Saskatoon, 10th overall selection at the 2019 WHL Draft. He's currently playing with the Saskatoon contacts of the Saskatchewan U18 AAA League. It's Kevin Korchinski. I am joined by the 10th overall selection from the 2019 WHL Draft. He went to the Seattle Thunderbirds. He's from Saskatoon. Kevin Korchinski, how are you doing? Uh, good, how are you? I'm doing great. We've got Christmas coming up. Have you done all your Christmas shopping yet? No, I haven't. I've done barely any. I'm really behind, but oh. uh, I'm going to do that next couple of days. So Yeah, you got to get on it. Luckily, school's out, so you got some time to do it right now. But let's, uh, you know, what, what have you been up to right now? I know you're playing with the Saskatoon contacts, but your season's obviously been, been uh, postponed for the time being. So what are you guys doing right now to stay in shape and stay healthy? Um, I'm still allowed to skate in a small group under eight. So I've been doing that and just working out and just make sure I'm ready for when the season starts again. So, yeah. Well, talking about season starting last season at the beginning of the year, you got to go to your first training camp with the Seattle Thunderbirds. What was that experience like? And what were your takeaways from not just the, the team, but also the city and getting down to the States? Um, well, the city was beautiful. Just, I got to go adventure one day just around and it was awesome. And just the facility, the coaches, they're wonderful there and just, going there and just seeing the skill level, it was, uh, it was different. So yeah, it was good. And you didn't just get to see the skill level at training camp. You also got to play in a regular season game. What was that like for yourself? What were the nerves like before the game started? And, and what did anybody give you any advice? Um, well, it was the biggest crowd I'd ever played against or, uh, yeah. So, um, it was crazy. It was like 8,000 fans and it was against Portland. So it was a rivalry game, but it was, uh, after I settled in, it was, uh, it went well. So it was fun. Well, Kevin, you, you know, you're the 10th overall selection. Uh, you, you played on Team Saskatchewan at the WHL Cup last season. What was that experience like for yourself, not just going there, but also winning the tournament as, as many people thought, an underdog team? Yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience just being able to win it with friends because we all uh, grew up playing against and with each other. So, And being an underdog, it was a great feeling actually completing, like winning the game. So uh, it was great. Well, looking forward to this season, you've had a lot of development time over the summer and then this extended break we've had right now. What are some of the areas of your game that you've been trying to develop or work on as we get prepared for the WHL season? Um, well, definitely strength and just skating because that's what it's all about in the WHL. Like the jump from midget to WHL, probably strength and speed are the main differences. So definitely those two things. And, you know, for fans that haven't seen you play yet, can you describe the type of player that you are and maybe give us an example or, or an NHL comparable that you would like to play like? Um, probably Josh Morrissey. I like, uh, I like uh, uh, jumping up in the rush and just um, being a good passer and just uh, creating offense. So definitely, yeah. And also being a leader, Josh was, uh, you know, a captain in the Western League at 18. You were the captain of Team Saskatchewan last year at the WHL Cup. Uh, you know, as you get older, you're going to have a leadership role in that T-Birds team. So that's great to see. But, you know, let's transition away from the rink here. Let's get to know you a little bit more. Uh, what does Kevin Korchinski like? Let's start with who's an athlete that you admire? Um, I'll probably go with LeBron James. Just being able to, like, sustain – that many years of just peak performance is unbelievable to me. So probably him. Yeah. And think about it too. No scandals, really. I mean, his biggest scandal yeah. is doing a, a charity event where he denounced he was going to the Miami heat. So the great example right now, we can't go watch live music. We can't go to hockey games. We can't do anything with people, but once we can, who is a band artist or musician that you'd like to see? Um, 
probably not just one musician, but like I just really like rap in general. So any like mainstream rapper I'd probably like to go to, like Travis Scott, for example. You know, Christmas is coming up. We've talked about it already. I've asked you, have you shopped for your family? You said, no, you're going to do it this week. But what has your family or what have you asked for from your family for yourself? Um, I haven't really asked for anything in particular, kind of more of a surprise, but uh, really anything, probably clothing, main thing. So definitely that. And then my last question for you, if you could go to the Olympics for a sport other than hockey, what do you think you'd excel at? Excel? Um, I have no idea. Probably just like probably like basketball, maybe. I don't know. Just like a sport that's like easy to transition to. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I wish you a safe and happy holiday season with your family. And I hope to see you back on the ice when we get the WHL season going, hopefully sometime in 2021. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, that's our show for this week. A big thank you to the Moose Jaw Warriors and Den Matichuk, Gage Gonsalves, and a congratulations to him on signing that entry-level contract. And of course, Kevin Korczynski. My name's Zach Hodder. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Hodder. You can follow the Western Hockey League at the WHL, or you can go to whl.ca for all Western Hockey League news. With all that being said, I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas break. You're able to enjoy time with your family in a safe and healthy way. And that once we get into 2021, we have a much better year. Thanks for listening to the WHL podcast and happy holidays.